Welcome back to King Rose Court, episode three of season three, Inbound. Um, yeah, I, 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 it's looking like I thought I, I thought I wasn't gonna have an awful lot of uh, shows to do, but it's looking like we're gonna have a, a good few shows on the horizon, and it's all Irish metal, man. So thanks to all the bands who are gonna be on the show. Uh, hopefully this season is gonna be a a good season. Listen, um, thanks again to Trev. McCormick from Cranium Titanium for coming on to the show the other night. It was a great day of chat. Jesus, he can talk. He can talk. But uh, it's great to hear him talking about metal and Irish metal and all that kind of stuff because he really is a champion of the Irish metal scene. And we all respect and love him for that. So anyway, on to today's show, we have a, a cool band who I'm only discovering in the last couple of weeks uh, based in Cork from... Uh, yeah, based in Cork, and they are a five-piece tech prog metal band, and they're here to talk to me today about their new single, which is awesome, and I'm going to be playing it in a minute, and they're going to tell me about the recording process and all that kind of stuff, so it would be nice to get to know these lads, and um, if you've never heard of them before, stick around, and they'll tell you all about what they're about. Welcome into King Woe's Court, Arjuna's I...
And that was Cortexophon by Arunas Oi. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> these are my guests tonight. And uh, I'm very, very uh, privileged to have them with me today in King Rose Court. Gentlemen, thanks for coming out of King Rose Court. How are you? Hey, Carl. How's it going, man? How are you doing? Thanks All for right. having us, man. No problem. Now, as you can probably tell, if you're listening at home, this is a, a, a Zoom chat. So I'm looking at the fellas. Um, they're quite handsome as well, by the way. They're uh, good-looking guys, you know? You sure you're not looking in the mirror here, kid? <laughs> oh, well, well, there's three people on my screen, and I'm one of them, so yeah. <laughs> it's a selfie cat one, is it? Absolutely. Listen, um exciting times for you boys. First of all, before we go on, just introduce yourselves to uh and tell people who you are and I know they won't see you but just tell us who you are. Uh I'm I'm Connor Nagel and uh, I play guitar and do a little bit of backup vocals in Arjuna's eye. Lovely. You do a bit more. No, in fairness, like his his job, the 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 list just is endless. Like you know what Connor does, but uh, yeah, oh, he's a bit modest there now. But a fine guitarist, then backing vocalist. That's right. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I'm Sean. I'm the I'm the singer in our dreams, um, and uh, the lads call me Band Dad sometimes. You know. Or or or. or, or. <laughs> Uncle Sean, Uncle Sean. <laughs> it's all it's all affectionate, so don't worry. <laughs> awesome. Well, thanks for coming into King Wall's car today. Um, it's I've been I've been listening to the, a couple of your stuff, a couple of your things on on various formats over the last twenty four hours, and it's it's pretty good, I have to say. So well done on that. Um, thanks, man. Thanks, man. No problem. But tell me, basically, give me the idea of the formation of the band and. The name of the band, where did that come from? And, you know, give us a little bit of an info, in, 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 you know, an insight into what's going on with Arjuna's Eye. A little bit of history, okay. Uh, well, I guess I moved to I moved to Ireland just over five years ago. And I guess we've been, well, we've been gigging for four years and really been playing together for five now. Like, yeah, you know, jamming and out. Like, uh, yeah. So that kind of started with the first album that I did at home on my own. I was playing with bands before and stuff and uh i kind of got some help from some friends educating you know learning how to record at home and that kind of thing yeah and sometimes you get tired of people you know waiting around for people to do something so it's kind of like well fuck i just gotta i just gotta record some shit here you know yeah and um and so yeah there were nine songs that came out of that and uh made an album worked with the guy in the netherlands with mixing and mastering uh bart hennepoff of the band textures cool and um yeah, so we got on really well. In that, um, the band name itself. If, um, okay, so sorry. I guess yeah. Kind of. Yeah, you can go uh, to the band name. Though, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, so, so yeah, the, the band name. Uh, I guess uh, we're like the the idea of uh, some type of mythological, as in you know, symbolic or uh, you know, metaphorical kind of things. Always kind of stuck. Whether it's been listening to other bands or whatever. So uh, try to just find an old mythological hero and some type of uh, symbolic thing to work with with that. So, uh, yeah, so it's, it's basically like a, like a hero myth title, I guess, for the band. So Arjuna was like a, a warrior type guy from uh, okay. ancient India, I guess. Oh, cool, and, um, yeah. And had, uh, was there any significance to an, to an oi or? Yeah, he was, uh, he was, according to the myth, of course, he's, uh, you know, the best archer in the world, you know, along with, right. every, you know, other areas of the world saying that their archer is the best archer in the world of course but he'd be fitting in, in that category and um and the idea that you know he could shoot the target uh but he also had kind of a spiritual awakening as well of course so it was kind of like you know your third eye opening but he's yeah. also you know a badass on the battlefield i guess so it was kind of a he's a, a, killer. Killer. Huh? <laughs> he's a badass <laughs> that's cool i like that that's actually pretty cool and um tell me um what were your influences starting off uh that got you wanting to start to play music? Uh, well, way, well, way back in the day, I mean, I remember there, there was a few albums really obsessing over, even as a youngster, I guess, you know, like 12, 13, uh, the Doors self-titled album was, uh, nice. there was something about that album that really, really stuck with me. Good and, choice. Uh, and still, sometimes you listen back to some old stuff and it doesn't quite have the same impact as it did, but that would be one of those albums, I guess, where you kind of, always go back and like everybody knows you know the hits off it and that kind of thing mm. but you know some of the 
like the song The End and uh, Crystal Ship and things like that kind of. Some cool songs, uh, yeah. But then, but then you discover uh, Metallica and Justice for All, and and you know things things start to go a certain game way. On. And, uh, <laughs> uh, eh? Game on. Game on. Game on. Exactly. <laughs> so that kind of that kind of prompted the getting an electric guitar at fourteen and starting there, and then and then after that, really, uh, Tool was the big one for me. After that, and still still really is like okay. Uh, yeah. So it'd be kind of like yeah, that'd be kind of the the three major steps along the way, I suppose. Yeah, um, my house was fairly musical. Uh, my parents were musicians, and they uh, kind of roped uh, my older brothers into playing gigs with them and stuff at a really a fairly young age. So music was really, you know, the the main thing, you know, uh, really other than dinner. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, uh, so there was a massive scale of influence there. Like, God, think about my mother and father's influence there. Like. Um, know uh, 50s and 60s hits right into the 70s uh, folk and stuff like that and then the brothers with their classic rock and even early hip-hop as well like grandmaster flash and the first five melly mel that was in my house huge like in the 80s um but of course like you had your deep purple cream and all that sure cream like whoever would be my father's favorite band so there was a heavy element uh, to the the whole thing as well um, early on, and I, I suppose Beatles were huge as well. You know, so all the all the yeah. melodies and all that were there. But of course, like it was like the worst day ever when I came home with a Nirvana T-shirt and a <laughs> and you know with Nirvana bleach in it. You know, that was that was the end. That like, I was right. You know, that's it. Get that out of this house. You know, <laughs> but uh, that sure that only made things you know progress even heavier. Like as you do. So. Uh, I actually, my first attempt at music at all, at any instrument, was uh, was actually drums. Um, and uh, like we were jamming away in my buddy's uh, shed, and uh, his his uh, my buddy's friend from his class, because he was a year ahead in school or whatever, and we we're just kind of scrambling together who, who can play or whatever. But he was already way better on drums than I was, and <laughs> I was shunted on to play guitar. And I was I was listening there the other night. Actually, you're you're actually best guitarist yourself, Jeff. You well, I'm I'm best. I'm trying to learn at the minute. <laughs> yeah, um, nice one. Yeah, I'm trying. Yeah, no, powerful instrument, man. It's like you know. Yeah. It's uh. It's, yeah, but you know what? All bass players say that though. All the best jokes. <laughs> all the best jokes are about bass players too. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, you know. This is we, true. We I'm trying but, to. Uh, I'm trying yeah, to sing and. Uh, I was just gonna say I'm trying to sing and play bass at the same time. Yeah. So. Oh, that's a trick, man. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, and it's you'll see. Then it's usually the pick players that have actually have a down, you know. Yeah. Uh, you know uh, what's his name, Sting, and and filling it, and of course uh, yeah. John Maria, another one. Nice. He's still cool. doing it, like. Yeah. He's a, he's a thought together, like uh, there's probably lots we're forgetting there. Um. Well, I, I don't know. If, I, I'm, 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 I don't know whether you saw him doing the Slayer cover band now, so. Oh yeah. Yeah, starting up. A, I started up. A, Huh? It's a slight delay, so I just missed what you what you said there. I so. said I started up a Slayer cover band. So oh, really? That's yeah. yeah. Oh, so uh, nice one. You'll probably uh, when we're up and running, uh, gigging, I'd say we'll probably be playing everywhere. So <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah I might just, get into it. Get into it. Playing playing covers is definitely a, a good a good a good. Uh, yeah. that, but... Well, I mean, it's going to be different for me with because I've with my own band, as you probably know. So it would be very different yeah. from that, like you know, in in the sense of playing someone else's stuff rather than my own, you know. Yeah. Look, you know yourself. You you love you love playing your own stuff. But Slayer are my favorite band, and so it's a case of if I want to hear it done right, I'll do it my I'll do it myself, you know. So yeah, yeah, yeah. that's it. That's the, that's the way to go about it. I remember was it uh, from uh, Metal Evolution or uh, Metal uh, Headbangers Journey with Sam Dunn or whatever. I remember some guy was saying one of the guys they interviewed basically said like it's either you're, there's no casual Slayer fans it's either you, you meet the guy who doesn't like Slayer much or the guy who's got the name carved in his chest yeah kind of so <laughs> yeah one of those I'm one of those uh, and uh, I don't know I, I always say it but my daughter's name is Kerry King so it's the truth <laughs> Uh, even the Oakland the Oakland t-shirt too that's kind of got the Kerry King thing going too doesn't yeah, it yeah but I'm supporting them since I was six so <laughs> it's all just it all works out you know what I mean <laughs> so anyway away from me <laughs> uh, yeah so 
So you had a lovely range of um, influences around you, uh, Sean. Yeah, um, what was next there? I know we, we spent a lot of time talking about bass guitar there. But uh, yeah, how we got into metal vocals was, um, uh, I don't know, having, having the crack with acoustic guitars and actually kind of just just screaming out kind of uh, pop songs for the laugh, given it <laughs> we, were, we were doing like Sepultura kind of, Pantera kind of vocals over, kind of just the old singer sit around in a circle kind of thing for the crack, you know, at four in the morning kind of thing. And then uh, people looked over at me and goes, What the hell was that? Like, you know? <laughs> so uh, we, I just started messing around with it and, and got into singing Pantera covers and stuff like that. Um, eventually started up the Pantera tribute band. Oh, cool. Um, Cold Boys from Hell. Oh, Cold Boys, so, yeah, I remember the name, yeah. So that that's where, this, and this is how. Uh, this came together so we had myself my uh, younger brother Aaron who's in the band in Artuna Side was also playing bass in Cold Boys from Hell as well cool. um, and uh, another guitarist there as well so we just when Connor moved to Ireland about five years ago said look we've got this band you've got that music let's just smash it together and, and start practicing it Daddy. and that's kind of where we've been hammering away down here in our in our what you call it in our uh, our uh, we're supposed to have to call the studio now, like because it's <laughs> headquarters. Headquarters, which yeah. it was, you know, a practice room, but it's yeah. everything now. We're the album was recorded here. We're, we're recording yeah. our videos here now, and you know, there's loads of stuff. Yeah, the most, here, yeah. the most recent album, yeah, we recorded everything down here and uh, yeah, engineered, recorded, wrote yeah. for the most part down here. And uh, yeah, and yeah. did you do all the recording yourselves, like the production and all? Excellent. Yeah, no. So, so mastering and mixing was was sent out to be done professionally again by Bart Hennepoff in in the in, in the in Netherlands. Yeah. yeah, yeah, same yeah. guy again. Yeah, but uh, uh, Connor did all the engineering. So, like on the on you know recording wise, like you know. Yeah. What did you use? Did you use Pro Tools or what? What did you go with? Uh, Cubase. Oh yeah, it's either one or the other, isn't it? Really. So. Pretty pretty much pretty much yeah yeah it's it's it, whether yeah. I, I find whatever works. Yeah, the exactly. Not clip, the track's not clipping into good take. It's all right. good enough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So let me just have a look here. Um, so yeah, you have two albums, isn't it? Is it Invisible Landscape? Yeah, that's the, the, that's the first yeah. one you did yourself, is it? And then the new one, which is Amalgam. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah. So that, that, when was that released? Was that released last year? Was it or this year? Sorry. October the... Fourth, yeah, fourth of October, twenty nineteen. Actually, yeah. Cool, yeah, and, um, and it's been well received. Yeah, so. yeah I, it, it, it's see, yeah, I, I will well received in in a way where we look in hindsight in ways that we could have approached it better, but it was kind of just one of those things where like let's just put this out. Oh, we were bursting just to let it out. We had yeah. no idea about how to tease things out. Give yeah. you know, put out a single first or yeah. whatever. We we just like here, here you go, like yeah. you know, but. Uh, but uh, yeah, no. Honestly, though, I suppose well, well received. So who heard it? And yeah, like um, uh, I suppose things are kind of rolling on from that now. Excellent. You know, so we're, we're quite happy with that, you know. And yeah, and you're working now with Oren, so he's a good guy to yeah, have. Him. He's yeah. a very good guy to have yes. in your corner. What was that since uh, March? March. Yeah. I, I suppose we first made contact maybe before the new year. Was it? Was it? We first had a chat. Yeah, this is December. Decemberish. Yeah. Sorry about that. Oh my God, that's my mother. <laughs> <laughs> Tell her to feck off. I'm gonna have. To, I don't know. I'm gonna yeah, have yeah. to answer that. Yeah, Sorry about that. Yeah. It's okay. It's okay. Have to talk. <laughs> Sorry about that. <coughs> so anyway, Connor. We will have to. We'll have to edit a bit anyway. Now, will we? <laughs> no. No. It's all gonna be no, in there. Uh, yeah, Sean. Sean had a bit of a concern there earlier, so it was a bit urgent. But, yeah, no uh, problem, no problem. Yeah, no, uh, so what was, what was the last thing you are saying there? Um, yeah, I was just saying about the recording. And, uh, yeah. you know, they were, oh yeah, you were saying, about, uh, you were just like so excited about getting it out there that you just kind of threw it out there. I know exactly the yeah. feeling because I did that with our last EP uh, last year. And like, yeah, yeah, didn't do any, well, I didn't do as much promotion as I should have. And uh, I'd say now, next, it's again hindsight. Next time around, it'll be a whole, totally different beast, like you know what I mean. So uh, it's it's good that you're it's 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 good that you're getting there. Uh, you've got someone on board like Aaron. Aaron's fantastic, like you know. Uh, yeah, you know he's been he's been uh, he's been a great great help 
and um and it's just yeah it's cool to have a subject where, where everybody kind of gets along and and you listen and he listens and and you kind of make something happen and so like yeah in regards to kind of you know the whole process of like maybe you should put out like a single or two before you release the album kind yeah. of thing we were just like like there's nothing songs and let's try to figure out what we're going to do and and so thankfully you know within within a couple months we we're kind of chatting with him a bit and and again, like like you know yourself, uh, he definitely yeah. knows how to do these things better than we. Ah, he does. We do, you know. Yeah, he he he's a he's a. I've I've worked well, obviously my band has worked with him quite a lot in the last couple of years, and he's a a great guy to have on your side. I have to say, like so, you're you're on the right path great. there, like you know. <laughs> Good, yeah. So come here, um. um I think, go on, go on. Well, I was just say I think it was. Uh, it was one of the lads from Dead Label I was talking to just before we kind of were, uh, were, were going to go on board with Orin. So we were, of course, you know, being, being skeptical about everything at that point, we just weren't sure what we were going to do. But uh, we were kind of reassured, like, going, like, you know, we've, you know, they had been working with, or they have been working with Orin for a good while now. That's and right. just, uh, so I guess I got to give a bit of a shout out to uh, them, to, or in particular, Claire, that was kind of, you know, supporting and saying, you know, yeah, def- definitely a good choice. So, yeah. yeah. Ah uh, yeah, no, and as well as that, how 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 good are they? Jesus, how good are their label? Amazing, and they're doing fantastic oh, as well. They are. They they have a real massive sound to them, and they carry themselves well. And 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 obviously, it's it's been working for them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they're nice guys as well. So that helps. <laughs> so. Uh, no worries, Shiny. All good. All good. Yeah, the parents, their, their camper van broke down on the side of the road there only a while ago. So, uh, yeah, I just had to go up there and just touch the best winters. No worries. Once, once everything's okay, that's 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 live podcasting for you, baby, you know? <laughs> so, um, how many, so, um, you've been gigging for, you said, about four years, roughly, yeah? Roughly, yeah. And have you yeah, just been... I'm rehearsing the first uh, album, like you know, um, getting the band together. I suppose it was, it was. Uh, oh my God, I don't even want to think about it now. But the the journey trying to get the drummer um, uh, secured, you know, and that because it's the hardest thing to do. Oh, I think, for, no. for metal and especially yeah. with any kind of technicality, excuse me, technicality as well. Like you know, um, you know, but uh, yeah. yeah. So yeah, about three and a half, four years. Yeah, we were looking for a bit of precision with with, uh, with the drum stuff because the guy. And that recorded the first album i just tracked out all the drums just to kind of get the idea across yeah. and and i was happy with with that going let's just use the track drums uh but one of the guys that uh that was working in the studio with your man in, in the netherlands uh yuma van eeklen he's actually uh he's a drummer actually he drummed with uh this is what i kind of exivious well exivious and he did a reunion tour with one of the old school metal bands why well, i can't remember the name now but anyway <laughs> uh well, well able guy though, and he kind of said like I was almost I was already a fan of Xavius in particular, and he kind of said, well, you know, I could just kind of throw down some drums for you and see what you think of them, and and uh, and I kind of made the mistake in a way, and I said, yeah, that's great, not, not, that was a mistake, but saying, yeah, he kind of said, you want me to do my own thing and just play as much as I'd play, or do something that's a little more approachable for a drummer that comes on board, and I said at the time I didn't know what the plan was, so I was like, yeah, just play away, man, you know, <laughs> and. Uh, on that note, yeah. trying to find a drummer who would replicate that, do, or, or get pretty close to the things that he was doing, was just like Jesus. That was, you know, we're, of course we're happy in hindsight looking back at it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't yeah. a million miles away. What, 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 what local lads could do either. Like, you know, we, we I mean, we, we got plenty of gigs done with, um, you know, we didn't, you know, um, we sounded pricks. No one said that the drummers weren't good enough. <laughs> <laughs> to go do internships at Berkeley and things like that. Oh, wow. like, dude, yeah, so like the 
he was he was at that bar and uh, yeah he'll he'll have a future in music I'd say for sure. Yeah, we're only going to slow him down anyway. I'd say so. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't say so, but that's awesome that he, uh, he started off. He might have started off with Jews, like, isn't it? Yeah, 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 Rory Power on board there. Rory's, uh, oh, yeah, there's like doing the dirt there. Fucking hell, we keep forgetting like that. No, no, Rory's <laughs> fine. He's <resilient>. <laughs> <laughs> no uh, yeah, so actually, yeah, Rory Power, um, he's a Lim- Limerick man, um, handsome Limerick man. That's right, he's not <laughs> bad on the drums either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's uh, he, he's um, he's a fine musician, all yeah. rounder as well as a drummer like. Uh, mm. yeah, yeah, and he's, he's your drummer at the minute, is he? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he's cool. in. No, he's not going anywhere. He's stuck. No, no, no he's, <laughs> he's tight. Yeah, yeah. Contracted. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, it's so hard. It's so hard to to hold down a drummer. It really is. Like I mean. I think I've gone through about ten drummers, maybe more, in two thousand. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, and that's one or two people coming back for a second stint or whatever. Like you know, what I mean, but like, yes, you say, I I can totally understand how hard it is to fucking get a drummer. Like it really, yeah, as you yeah. said, the hardest the hardest position to fill. It really is, you know. Like any, <clears throat> give any advice to, to bands who feel pretty confident in their material and want to keep actually doing something with their music is uh like once you find a drummer that you feel is fitting in the band is get them to like sign a blood oath <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> sorted um, there is there's i uh, know yeah. uh, can you can you adopt an adult like is there an <laughs> adoption process you can say yeah, you're my child so yeah, yeah. You just or, do as you're told. or you, you just keep like you know the pet fish hostage until you know you're done with them <laughs> <laughs> oh my god sorry Sorry, sorry, sorry. Sorry, yeah. That's okay. That's, it's, I'm getting an, an insight into what goes on in that little HQ of yours, so don't worry. We love fish, we lo- we love fish very much. Yeah. That's where I draw the line. <coughs> Excuse me. So I, I remember um, actually just when I had one of my drummers, uh, Alejandro, who was from Venezuela. <coughs> Excuse me, and he had come over with his own band from Venezuela, and they were kind of like a what would you call it, kind of dance goth type thing. But he was a he was an amazing, phenomenal drummer, and uh, we picked him up. I was lucky to kind of come across him, and uh, they came to see us play with him in Fibbers. And after the gig, they told him she was us or or them. They made him really? choose. They made him choose between us and them. And he, because he was, he didn't know an awful lot of people. He went with them because, like, they were from Venezuela, like so. And within six months, yeah. to kick, then within six months, they kicked him out of us of the of the band. Then, which well, was kind of yeah, wow. which was awful because it, like he was happy with us, and he was happy. He was you yeah. know like we were all coexisting, and then they go and do that on him like it's awful. Like they don't sound very nice anyway. Screw them. Like, I was going to say, like, if I, yeah. would, if I would have found Canadians when I moved here, I would have definitely played with them instead, you know, but yeah. you're lost. <laughs> <laughs> what part of Canada are you from, uh, Connor? Uh, out uh, near Edmonton, Alberta. So it's like, it's quite a far bit west. It's just on the east side of the Rocky Mountains, but uh, not quite as far as Vancouver, I guess. Is that where Bret Hart's from? Bret the Hitman Hart is from Calgary, Calgary. Alberta. Yeah. So he's... Yeah. Uh, He's from uh, three hours straight. <laughs> so from, from Where's the hitman? That's right. One of your national heroes, eh? That's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Um. um I, but I, no, yeah. I, um, if I was in a band uh, called Chosen, I don't know if, if you ever heard of that, Sean. Chosen. Um, I know I've heard, I've heard the name, mm. but I'm not sure if I've heard the stuff like yeah. But when 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 I when well, when they kicked me out, <laughs> they moved to. Toronto actually, and they did a they did a, a coastal tour all around there, and they got a guy from uh, Toronto to sing for them, and uh, oh, cool. yeah, they didn't last after that. <laughs> I probably not like. <laughs> yeah, didn't last after that. For sure. Well, yeah. Yeah. Ace, you know what? It uh, it takes all different uh, patterns of everything layout, you know. So. Yeah, I don't, I don't, what, what, how do you find the difference between, we'll say, the scene over here and the scene in Canada? 
because that's an interesting one to talk about. Um, Nastiv, actually, yeah. That's true. I have never That's true. Um, it's because the cities are so far apart in Canada. Like, if you're if you're over in Toronto, the, there's definitely a higher population density in Ontario, the province that Toronto's in, of course. So, Ottawa's close, and uh, just there's there's a lot Montreal is even close, and and things like that. But uh, over in Edmonton, like I said. Calgary, where Brett the Hitman's from, yeah. uh, is is Calgary is the next closest city to Edmonton, where I'm from. So, and it's three hour drive. So, I mean, the idea of playing in the next town over is like <laughs> it's a, it's definitely more of a it's definitely more of a task. Like, yeah. Even the idea of going to London from from Cork seems more feasible in some ways. You know, oh, yeah, it's easier to get to London than it is to Dublin. That's true. That's so true. Yeah, yeah. No, the the scene like as far like when I was like when our, our band was active back home, uh, we were kind of doing I guess kind of progressive, progressive type stuff I guess anyway. But uh, a lot of the bands seemed to it was like all hardcore, okay. like basically hardcore metal, like you know from the veins of Hatebreed and Misery Signals and and all those kind of that kind of stuff. And uh, so there was like a really large scene for that type of genre. It's almost like if there was only doom metal, you know what I mean? Or something yeah. like that going on then, you know, but uh, so I guess we always kind of felt like we didn't quite fit in, or at least I kind of felt that way. Uh, we had, you know, we had good relations with people and things like that, but um, yeah, but the same, you're young and you don't really know what you're doing. Mm. And, uh, but uh, the, on, on the contrary in Ireland, at least being friends with Sean and Aaron and and now Rory and Killian as well and uh, some of the other people around, you start to know what what's going on. You start to know some of the bands a little bit, listening to the bands. But there's the vibe and there's a support that uh, the Irish have for each other. Yeah. You know, maybe it's different behind closed doors. Going ah, fuck those guys. <laughs> It's very, very active over here, though, and, and uh, especially as of recent, it seems. Um, yeah. So it's, it's really cool. It's really yeah. cool over here. I, I, I'm i very happy I moved here, not, not to mention my fiancé is Irish. So that was really hey. the initial reason I moved over. Uh, <clears throat> but, uh, but yeah, her, and then I, I kind of got a double, you know, a kind of a, a double blessing when uh, when I made the choice to move over, though, is, uh, yeah, I, no regrets, man. Excellent. You know, no regrets at all. Excellent. And, um... Sean, you could probably help me with this. Uh, this the Cork scene seems to have exploded in the last couple of years, hasn't it? The last two or three uh, yeah. years are really, really, and it seems really tight knit as well, which is which is what I'm getting from uh, a lot of things. Yeah, I, I, I suppose like I, I watch the same stuff online as, as you do, like and um, so you you've bands. I'm not I'm not even aware of all of them, but uh, you know that there's there's gigs on. Cork all the time, or you know, uh, before all this pre-COVID, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I'm say that, but uh, of course, um, and even to the point where uh, where there was metal gigs crossing over in different venues in the same night, but you know, but, you know, you know, it's it's obviously exploding. If that's the case, you know what I mean. Yeah. Usually, and there might have one uh, metal gig there in in, uh, in the space of two weeks, but like uh, between Fred Zeppelin's and Cruise King, La- no, I'm not on Cruise King, I'm saying oh, on Spalpin, yeah, of course, yeah. Spalpin, yeah. Um, and and a few other places there, uh, even Delhi, um, and like I mean, one of the I suppose one of the bigger bands that you know you'd look up to there would be like uh, Baylor and uh, Great band. You know, they know what they're doing. Um, yeah, they're just. But there's loads, there's there's loads of bands there, and even with uh, Richie knows well from Metal Cell podcast getting yeah. up there and uh, really pushing it, and there's uh, as well. Do you know what? Had I know with, with uh, Danny Fitzgerald with um, uh, with Petrol Promotions was, was doing a long hard slog with uh, doing gigs and stuff like that. Yeah, and then of course like the Paranoid Beast Promotions there with Con and. Um, and Mark, you know, they're trying on uh, gigs. They were doing monthly gigs, I think. Then uh, doubling up, then uh, coming into the winter season there between uh, our own siege time into Christmas. They were last in actually 2019. They, they had a gig on every week, I'm sure. There, there was just the metal all the car. It was amazing. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's great because I mean, the, like, the, the music needs it. So 
Uh, and if people will still go, then why not? It's great, like, you know. But it just goes yeah, to show fun. you, I mean, like, there's there's now, I think there's four hubs for Irish Metal. There's Dublin, there's Belfast, there's Limerick, and there's Cork. Now, there is more, but they seem to be the main hubs now. It's not just Dublin anymore, which is brilliant, like, you know, it's... Yeah. You know, it's Dublin was... When you look at... When you look at the map, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so like, um, uh, there's there's bands in, in up up west, <laughs> uh, right in the Galway region yeah. there and stuff like that. There, that it would be nice to see a bit more action there when when the time is right. Obviously, you know, because yeah. there's some fine bands coming up there as well, and even over towards uh, uh, Wexford, Waterford, or from the far, uh, over in the east, and because uh, there there are a couple of bands that way too, like you know, but. Um, but yeah, you're right. Uh, Belfast, Dublin, Limerick. Yeah. Limerick, Limerick, what would you say would nearly be the heart of it now? I mean, yeah. uh, with, 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 with Bad Rep, with John and Absolutely. Kieran Walker, yeah. Yeah, after the gig last year in the Castle, man. Were you no. at that at all? No, I, I missed it. Were you there, yeah? Uh, I, w- I was there as a guest because I was performing at the after party in Dolan's uh, oh, that night then, you know what I mean? Yeah. What a day, man. It was unreal. Like, it looked but, phenomenal with the, like, the photographs and all that kind of stuff, you yeah. know? Yeah. Uh, someone's break. Uh, I mean, the closest thing... Oh, oh my God. There's something wrong with the connection here on this. This is the... Oh, the internet. Can you hear me? Little delay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah oh, you can hear me. Yeah. Dude. I thought. I just thought there was an awkward silence after all yeah. you said. I was like, I was like, oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> Don't talk about rapture. Yeah. Right. Don't yeah, talk. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so like I said, live podcast, and you know, sorry. <laughs> oh man, uh, look, we're 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 real people. Yeah, that's it. Same. <laughs> you know. So listen to me, um. Yeah, so, uh, Cortexophon. What's the what's the, the the? I mean, as you said, you released it yesterday, and uh, it sounds really really cool. As I said, does uh, it? Is there a bit of it? I know you were saying Tool are a big influence. There's a bit of a, a bit of Tool earlier Tool up more so. I feel in some in some of your music, like you know. I could be wrong. I don't know, but maybe. I, but I, I'm thinking. Um, Sean's vocals are kind of very, very uh, Maynard, you know. Hey, good, good. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be singing it the way you wanted me to sing it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, you sound a lot like yourself. Try it. Oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> no, no, it's funny because I was listening to I, I put I put on Undertow recently, and and that's like you know what their first technically full length album. Yeah. And I was kind of listening to like, a couple parts, and I was kind of like. Yeah, those are like, I don't because it kind of, things seep in subconsciously if you love them, right? Yes. Like, I mean, whether you're yeah. listening to Slayer or if you're listening to Faith No More, if you're listening to Tool or whatever it is, or Meshuggah, things are going to slip in in, yeah. in their in influence. And uh, and I kind of consciously noticed it on Undertow a little bit, <laughs> just a touch, you know, yeah. and uh, and I was kind of, that was kind of cool to hear. But in regards to like compare, compare to there was tool like that song the Christmas special one right that's it yeah that's not that one like Jesus awful awful fellas <laughs> um, I'll tell you what I'm going to take a little uh, drink break if you want to just get a quick drink and we'll uh, continue this in a minute alright okay nice one guy And after our uh, beer break, <laughs> um, we're back. I did a couple of, we did a couple of technical issues there, so we're gonna forge on in this uh, COVID era of crap. <laughs> so, uh, lads, thanks again. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for coming on the show again, and uh, thanks for uh, being so patient with me there. If if you don't, I'm glad you did. Thank you. We're all in this together, so they keep telling us. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> As as uh, Trent Reznor yeah. said, we're in this together, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. The fragile. 
That's the one. Good man. I think myself and your and yourself, Connor, would have a great conversation off this uh, podcast. I, I, there seems to be a few uh, little finger points towards each other going, fuck yeah, dude. Fuck yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, good face. So, um, as we were saying just before we went for a little break, cortexophon, is that to do with the brain in some way? Uh, you could say yes, yeah. Um, uh, so, cortexophon uh, would be directly inspired by the TV show. Fringe. I don't know if you ever remember that series on TV. It was like a, a TV sci-fi show, and uh, the, where Cortexafan comes from. I think Cortexafan was was a drug that was used to enhance young uh, children's uh, natural uh, or supernatural abilities, we'll say. And uh, there was some. Yeah, I, I tried to explain it now loads of times, but I, I honestly think Connor's <laughs> going to do a better job. Right. Him. <laughs> Go on then. No, no. I, Sean basically has it right there. Yeah, it's, yeah. The, 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 uh, the name Cortex Fan does come from the TV series Fringe, and uh, they're like Sean and I in particular, and uh, and Aaron, uh, we're all fans of that show, and, and kind of made little references to it here and there, and um, so we figured, you know, we'd, we'd make our own little Easter egg kind of out of the out of the song, and because um, it's uh, you know something that's uniting, I guess, in a way. Yeah. But essentially, Fan is yeah, Cortex Fan is something that enhances the brain. In children in the show uh, that have innate super super abilities, and um, you know they can jump dimensions and all this uh, kind of crazy stuff. But uh, we thought that would kind of work as a cool metaphor for uh, getting through struggle and persevering, and um, whether you're you know you're creating your own cortexafan or whatever means you have uh, of kind of persevering and do something more than you think you can. Very cool, and it's 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 quite apt for the uh, it's quite apt for the way the world is at the moment. I think actually, so fair play. Yeah, well, who knows? Maybe the timing is actually good. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. You've explained it better there now than they've even understood it. My <laughs> so you play this back for your bandmates, and let that's yeah, that's what they go with then if they're explaining what it means. Okay. <laughs> so um, yeah, so um. Have you any plans, like, kind of, I know, like, 2020 is a fucking write-off at the moment for all of us, but have you any plans for the next year to do any kind of gigging, or have you put any feelers out across this, across in the UK or anything like that? Um, we have plans for, for gigging, for sure. There's um, things in the works. There's some things we can't speak about. Right. Uh, but we're working towards playing live for life that's the, that's the plan anyway that we would just want to you know hammer on with this and whether things are you know booked and arranged right now or not it, it's kind of that's not exactly you know on our on our minds because we're keeping ourselves busy with yeah. plenty of other things at the moment you know what I mean mm-hmm. uh, we're up but, but things are in place to you know to look towards that alright like for next year for sure like you know Brilliant. um uh, so at the at the moment, like we're 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 doing recording playthrough videos. We're recording. Say we're we're actually started recording the next music video. Yeah, filming it. Like uh, um, we've got drum play videos. We've got bass and guitar uh, playthrough videos coming coming along. Um, writing and recording. Yeah, you know we've we've a heap of material that we're. We're not even we're even afraid to get stuck in because we, we, we go down that rabbit hole and who knows <laughs> that we might get distracted you know, oh, know. but uh, <laughs> yeah so, so, so we're, we're, we're there's definitely plenty of, of, of plans anyway and you know fingers crossed that everything lines up and it all comes off like you know oh. and uh, can I just take a real quick I just want to jump in because like we've our first single that we put out was Trial of the Grasses and we did a, a full on music video shoot for that cool. and we, we kind of we kind of fluked out before COVID hit because we had shot it all and it just had to be edited. And so uh, uh, we, we worked with the same guy. We seem to go back to the same people we work with, whether it's the album artist or the mm. mixer or, uh, or now in this circumstance, uh, the, the, film, yeah. the filming director. Uh, he's a local, he lives locally. His name is Brian O'Glanby and, and he, he filmed and shot and edited and did everything for our first music video for Child of the Grasses. Lovely. He's done this one now. The lyric video for uh, Cortexafan, and uh, now we've just finished. Uh, we've just finished shooting. Uh, well, 
I guess we have finished shooting our parts. The next it's, one. it's in the works, though, and we've, we've, we're, we're currently active on the third one and working with him again uh, for it. So uh, I just wanted, I wanted to give a shout-out to Brian O'Glanby and all the, all the help. Absolutely. All well, the help and the amazing effort he's put in for us. Yeah. Yeah, fair no, play, bro. Yeah, fair play. Fair yeah. play. So, and come here, do you think... Um, do you think videos are a good format to release music with? Like, you know, is it worth... What I mean is, do you think it's worth the effort? Um, what I would say to that, because the album was out since last October, um, I suppose the video visual gives it a new edge yeah. for people to kind of uh, discover it, you know, maybe again for the first time, because I suppose after we released it, you know, friends, family and kind of supporting kind of uh, social groups and, and other friends and other bands and stuff were, you know, thumbs up is great and then nice, well, nice one lads. And I suppose if you want to kind of try and push it outside that and, and kind of expand a bit, I suppose the video is, is definitely a way to go. I mean, you remember, because you remember, yeah. you, you remember, uh, you know, that, I think, I know those all those channels are kind of gone now, really, are they? But it's uh, YouTube is definitely the way to go. Yeah. I mean, uh, for, for anything. People learn stuff by visually now, you know what I mean? That's right, yeah. Uh, you know, you know what I mean. So, like, uh, I reckon uh, putting the effort in for visuals uh, with music is definitely the thing. No, not to you know say that or that it needs it, but it certainly helps to catch catch your attention. I suppose you know I, on a different format, like you know, because um, yeah, do you know the way you would actually? Yeah, we had our album up on YouTube, and it's just the, the photograph of the album art. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um. So, like, you know, let let's give it a little bit of a refresh by giving us um, an interesting visual music video or a lyric video. I think it's definitely the way, you know, the way forward with it, like, you know. Yeah. yeah I, and and especially, especially due to the circumstances, like, I mean, if we can't be playing gigs, I mean, why, why wouldn't we make videos if we can? Yeah. You know, and, and like you said, is it worth the effort? I mean, I suppose if you have no idea what you're doing, it seems like a huge effort or if you don't know who to talk to or if you don't know how to take the first steps to approach it. Yeah. But if you kind of, I think if, if people just break it down, or like that's how at least we did it, we just kind of break it well, down and go look yeah. how like with guidance, you know, from Oren and from Brian and and things like this, and kind of talking with ourselves and going how how do we want to approach this and how can we make an impact if we can't play gigs? Yeah. Uh, we were planning on doing music videos anyway, so I mean this was just kind of a, a kind of a mixed blessing in all of this. Well, in fairness, like we got lucky with Brian there. Like I mean, yeah, yeah. like this, yeah. I mean, he, he's an actual uh, videographer director kind of you know yeah. and so like I mean he does know what he's doing yeah, yeah. that's the thing yeah, like, he's, we're, we're you know we, there's someone kind of interested in us that that actually knows what they're doing I suppose so we're, we're lucky that right. way yeah. I, I suppose and a lot of a lot of things have lined up like that for us you know excellent yeah that's like I mean I, the, the reason I was asking you that is because I would love to, to have the I'd love to be able to do, to do the videos myself for our stuff you know um, yeah it's just uh, because I've so many like, kind of ideas in my head for videos for air songs. For nearly for for nearly every single song that we've released, I have ideas for videos. But I'm just so it's a it's a combination of laziness and fucking not knowing what I'm doing, you know, that I just leave it and just we and again we well, we move on to new songs like you know. <laughs> Um, but Carl, I was just going to say that you can't be that lazy, man. You're, you know, one of the only lads in Dublin that has a metal podcast, like. Well, no, that's true. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. 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 Little steps at a time, I think, makes all the difference for sure. Yeah. I, I, the only guy in Dublin, like, is that? Would I be right? Uh, metal, metal podcast, yes. Metal's a radio show. Yeah. There's, there's several radio shows, but yeah, I'm the only podcast in town. <laughs> I think that's who we all strive to be, isn't it? <laughs> well, yeah, it's in some ways, I guess so, yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, considering he, he did he did his deal to Spotify for, what, 100 million or something? So, yeah, I yeah, wouldn't, the I wouldn't the mind that, deal. like... <laughs> you know? Yeah, right, I, I, don't think, I don't think Joe Rogan needs the money, but I'm sure he's just happy to get more people listening to at this point. Like, yeah. it, like I said, like you said, like it, it's all about kind of, you know, not sugarcoating things and having a proper conversation with people in some ways. And, yeah. and that's what's cool. Like like Sean was saying about podcasts and doing it face-to-face or, or just like this with the audio. 
where it's very real and it's not cut and you know yeah. sometimes you on a little too long but at least you get a little bit of chance to get you know what's on your mind off your yeah. shoulders i guess Sure, yeah. that's exactly and that's and i think that's what one of the things that attracted me to podcasting was the fact that yeah you can i suppose always be yourself and you can and the person you're podcasting with you know and that's i think you get a better i think you get a better conversation that way you know yeah I, people relate to that i mean it's one of the most popular things that i say for, for streaming at all uh is, is definitely podcasts like you yeah. know um I know I have my podcast that I listen to every once a week, like you know, so I don't, I don't try not to miss that, you know. Yeah, well, there you go. I mean, it's uh, you know, and like that, like oh, you could be doing housework or whatever, and I'll be listening to a podcast. So and it's and I yeah. listen to a podcast yeah. now more so than if I'm doing something like that around the house, I listen to a podcast more so than music. I still listen to too much music, but like at the same time, you know, the the podcast has a place in in my little routine, you know. Yeah, yeah, it's a nice break away from metal too like you know yeah, <laughs> you absolutely. know when you're on the, when you're on the go like that like uh, and it gets different cogs turning in your head like you know what i mean yeah I mean, listen to music brilliant of course when you're doing when you're tipping away or working away on something there but uh, a conversation could like actually spark a few ideas in your head you go yeah oh, i never thought of that before. Oh, yeah. um connor i'm, I'm not no, don't get me wrong i'm not obsessed with canada here bro i'm just wondering isn't is, <laughs> atheists they're, they're from canada aren't they who is that, sorry? Atheist. Atheist? I, I, I actually don't know. Okay. Check out Atheist, okay? I'd say you'll like them. Let me know, okay? Cool. Atheist, is it? Yeah, A-T-H-I-E-S-T. Yeah. Okay, yeah, perfect. Yeah, cool. All right. I'm Non-believers! In... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, no, I, like, yeah, I, I think, well, per- personally, one of my favorite uh, Canadian bands is uh, Protest the Hero. They're right. not everybody's cup of tea, I guess, but uh, they're sick. Bye. But I've just, I've just, I've been a fan of theirs since I first heard their uh, their first album, and it just really remember a friend of mine going, "Kyle, I think you dig this," you know, and I and I remember hearing it and going, "Yeah," and I just everything they put out since, for some reason, just sticks with me. Excellent, that's cool. Yeah. Another Canadian band there, Artspire, man. I just found them there recently. They're fucking deadly all together. Why are they great? Yeah. No, I mean, uh, Artspire. Right. Okay. I'll check uh, they're a tech, tech, they're technical death metal band from Canada. I'm like only kind of learning about death metal as a whole, and like I, like when I came across these guys, it, the technicality of it brought brought me in. Yeah. But the sound overall, I'm starting to kind of you know uh, get hooked on. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, which kind of made me kind of you know, help me look more closer to home then, uh, because like uh, I would I wouldn't have um, had any exposure to death metal only for seeing uh, the likes of Zella Cult and um, Stranglewire and a bit of black metal there, even Horrenda there, um, and um, who else would have seen? Uh, uh, Gellock as well, they're another oh, yeah. Cork band that are just after going to explode in, uh, uh, last year. Absolutely. So that helps, like, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm a new <laughs> a new fan, like, you know, so I'm just getting into it, like, you know. That's great that you're going yeah. to be, you're able to discover it all now at this, at this kind of yeah. stage in life. It's fantastic. So is that about as far as with the, the Canadian obsession goes, buddy, or what? Yeah, <laughs> well, I love, I love Rush, but I'm not going to go in on about that now. Oh, I oh dude, yeah, no, that's, uh, that's kind of like, that. I always compare Rush to Thin Lizzy over here. It's yes. kind of like they're, yeah. it's kind of like held in the same regard, I guess, where it's like, it's like, you better not say anything bad or else, you know, I might put a curse on you when you're not yeah. looking kind of thing. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I, can, I, I can get that. So that's my Canadian stuff over now, okay? <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Um, Good. Listen, throw, throw me out some Irish bands you like at the minute. Give me, throw out some shout outs. Give me some names. So, um, Zora. Uh-huh. Their, their latest release, their, their latest album is just sick Filthy, you know, um, I, I went, when I saw him at uh, the Siege uh, last Halloween, yeah. first album there, um, they were just so fucking good, like, you know, and, it, and I know they might think, oh, they, they had a little technical issue, and I went, but when, when Colin jumped out on into the centre stage with, with the mic in his hand, that was uh, an even cooler fucking dy- uh, dynamic yeah. that, that uh, all of a sudden, they just fucking kick the shit out of it anyway regardless <laughs> do you know what I mean yeah um, yeah um, 
I give a shout out to when we played uh, Battle of the Bands or up at Fibbers with uh, Greystag. I had never seen or heard Greystag properly before and, oh, yeah. and seeing them live. And along with them being really cool dudes, uh, I thought they put on a really, they got kind of this Mastodon-y kind of vibe going on. And uh, yeah, I, I, I really dug them when I saw them anyway. So. Yeah, no, they were cool. Yeah. Class band, very good. Right. Yeah, um, another good one. Of course, you know, when you think, of course, you get, uh, you know, every, everything just disappears over your head now. Of course. Of course, um, of course yeah. But uh, I know some other bands will come to me now, like, um, yeah, like, oh yeah, I mean, I've always been a fan of, um, of the three Kieran's in, in, in Limerick there, um, yeah. Sharpborn, is it? Sharpborn. Oh, uh, well, yeah, sorry, that, that'd be their technical band, yeah, um, what's the, how long, what, what did you need to know, I can't think of the fucking name. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh man, I'd, I'd be killed now, fuck's sake. Three, three, uh, three brothers though. There's loads of bands I know, yeah. Loads, just to name, like, yeah. And even, there's there's newer stuff, newer bands coming out from, from everywhere. From everywhere. Um, but you know what, I'm hoping, yeah, I'm yeah. hoping this, um, this time gives every band the opportunity to hone their, their, you know, everything. And, and when, when they do get to play, um, they'll be, this time, you know what I mean? The, the, you know, they'll be, they, they'll be, they'll have the hunger there since they're not able to play at the minute. So the you know the hunger will be, be even stronger than before. You know what I mean? That, that, that's that, I, I was kind of thinking about that as well. Uh, very recently, uh, exactly what you're saying there uh, is that um, we're all kind of bubbling under the uh, under the pot's lid, you know, ready yeah. to go. And I think either it's gonna, well, it might it, you know, it might make or break bands during this period. Like you know, are you gonna stay busy and stay optimistic and go through the suffering and be able to come out the other side? And and if you do. It's probably going to be one of those things where the scene's going to be livelier than ever. There's going to be more passion involved, and yeah. the bands are probably going to, like like you said, be really ready to come out there and just like uh, hopefully blow everybody away. Yeah. Well, that's it, and and as well as that, I'm hoping that this kind of period will make, I suppose, the the, the Irish metal community even closer. Do you know what I mean? You know, because we can't we can't all interact at the moment, but only like through this kind of thing. But when we can. We should all try and kind of get together. If, you, if that if that makes sense, I don't know. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Be supportive, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, worth the burner hammering away there as well. Um, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. worth the burn for sure. Yeah, uh, we dig them. You know, the likes of the Dead Label, of course, are flaking on with it. They're now just announced for download next year as well. Yeah. 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 Yeah, no, showing showing the support for those for you know for the scene though is uh, like you said, yeah, everybody and it seems to be a great vibe. Like nobody's casting anybody evil glares or anything when no. you're at gigs or like you know somebody somebody plays a good set or somebody plays a you know a less good set. It's not like there's any kind of you know uh, kind of sizing up going on or anything. No, no man, it, it, usually the the next band were on the stage up after you, like they're always. Handshakes and they're always, you know, so supportive. Like, you know, yeah. really complimentary. Like, yeah, because I think, I think, I think we all know that we, we, we got struggles. Like, I mean, writing a song is a struggle. Finding a drummer is is a huge struggle. Yeah. Uh, finding another guitarist. Uh, getting along, you know, with, you know, in our circumstance, five people in really with a, you know, a close relationship. You have to make five people work together harmoniously most of the time, and yeah. we've been very fortunate for that to happen. And uh, and so. Uh, there's always struggles, so when it comes time to go play gigs and be around each other and, and support the scene, you know, that's like, kind of like, let's leave all those struggles and kind of, that we all have that in common, you yeah. know? Yeah, it's fun time then, exactly. It's just hippie talk, man, it's just hippie talk. <laughs> hey, hippie, hippie talk has a place in this society, don't be worrying. Absolutely, man, absolutely, <laughs> yeah. Huh. No, it's better, than, it's better than going around smashing everybody's other, everyone, everyone else's shit, though, isn't it? Yeah. Exactly, exactly. Right. Listen, yeah, we're, we're we're gonna um we're gonna wrap up in a minute, but I want I want to ask is, uh, give me your favorite, if give me uh, your favorite albums, a few of your favorite albums that you listen to. Ooh, uh, okay, okay. We we say one of these or top three, Mister. Yeah, go on, deal with that way. Top three. All right, okay, go on. All right, all right, all right, all right. <clears throat> um, I suppose, I suppose. 
Head no more king for the day, fool for a lifetime. Um, still has to be, I think, uh, my favourite album. Um, it's, uh, I don't know, it, it, maybe it, whatever impression it made on me when I was uh, a teenager mm. it stuck with me. Whatever that year, you know, 1995 was a good year for albums. It like, was, you know, yeah. uh, you know um, yeah, uh, of course you've uh, the Great Southern Tranquil, Lovely. Pantera, and then like, I suppose it's really hard to pick a, a third one after that, like, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but like, uh, even, uh, it's, we'll say actually our current bands that I'm listening to, even, um, I could say, those are, yeah, I, I, I'd say Mishoga Colas, yeah. okay. you know, which would, but even I know Colas will be before their most recent one. Mm. Um, I, I'm just still hooked on that album, actually. You sure, know? Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, I suppose, uh, for myself, well, like, uh, we've talked enough tool already, but I'll yes. just say once more tool. The, the, the uh, word. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, no, like, I mean, I, I can't pick some, there, there, there are no bad albums by that band, as far as I'm concerned, but, uh, overall, for me, Lateralis is like a is like a perfect album, okay. and um, uh, and yeah, I'd have to probably go with Nothing by Mashuga as far as far as one of my classics kind of oh. goes at this point, since it's like 2001, I think it came out. Yeah. But uh, nothing, nothing is is amazing, and it kind of changed their sound when it came out from uh, you know Chaosphere into that. Really, they really came into this new thing that they were doing that they kind of continued with and progressed with with these other albums. But yeah, yeah so Mashuga Nothing and. Uh, just to go out on a limb a little bit, I guess something different is uh, a band that I, I, I've just come to really love the last couple of years is Leprous from Norway. Oh yeah, yeah. And uh, their album, their album Melina is just, uh, it's, to me, to me it's like orchestral. Oh, uh, cool. but, like they're, they're playing, they're playing guitars and, and bass and drums and keyboards and, and singing of course, but uh, the arrangements and, and, and all the layers and the effort that's put into that music is, is just something that, you know, you don't, you don't just, mashed together a, a jamming in a garage like it's just yeah. it's really it's it's thought out and it's orchestrated so yeah oh yeah leprous molina i guess will be my third choice for now it's an interesting choice i'm, sure. <laughs> I'm yeah. remembering the name of that band i forgot yeah. a while ago or yeah a shout out to we come in pieces oh yeah yeah, oh, yeah. fuck's sake sorry but that's as fast as my brain works like, you remember <laughs> the name yeah. and, and of course like uh, uh yeah uh, Padre Sir, be another cool band as well. Yeah. Irish, yeah, Irish, yeah, yeah. Nice. Um, but, um, so there's a, there's a bit of variety, I guess, for as far as mine and sh- mine and Sean's tastes go. Like, yeah. uh, hopefully, we can keep uh, integrating these kind of dynamic uh, influences in the music, you know, as we go along. By the sound of things, you have to meet a new best friend. There, you'll be on the phone after <laughs> the, the release. So uh, you free bass, huh? Yeah. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> nice. Right. Well, listen. Um, I will let you gentlemen go, and uh, Sean, you can go and collect your parents. Yeah, I have to do. Yeah, I have to get cracking on with that. Yeah. Yeah. Hope, hope everything's uh, okay with them. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure. Okay. Everything will get worked out. We'll get a, a truck or something like yeah. that. Yeah. And just uh, before I go, I want to say, listen, thanks very much for taking the time to chat to me. I know. There was a little bit of technical issue there, but you look, it's it is what it is, you know. And I hope, uh, yeah, no way. Uh, I hope you enjoyed it, uh, the old chat, you know. And um, absolutely, Carl. It was a pleasure, dude. Yeah, thanks very much, Carl. That was awesome. No, no problem. problem. Well, I just want to wish you the very best with the with, with the future and everything coming up. And um, I'm sure, I'm sure we'll we'll be in, we'll keep in contact. And uh, who knows, we might even play a gig together someday. Can I just? I'm gonna. I'm gonna do a, a, a selfless plug here, real quick. Yeah. So uh, our our most recent album called Amalgam is out on Spotify. It's on iTunes. It's on all the streaming platforms. Uh, Bandcamp, you can get it. And um, yeah, our new music video for uh, lyric video, music video for uh, Cortex Fan by Brian O'Glanby came out yesterday. Yesterday. <coughs> and that's, that's 
That's on the Overdrive uh, website there. We have a write-up there, and uh, it's on our YouTube page as well. Our Unizai. We've got um, the last bunch of merch as well uh, with the album merch. Oh, no, we're really yeah, plugging. yeah, really plugging. He said that's okay. We're going to fucking read, but Bandcamp. You can get you can get T-shirts through Bandcamp, and you know all that stuff. But yeah. we got all the info out there. Yeah. 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 All right. Excellent. <laughs> Thanks, man. Excellent. Listen, very best to look with everything, and um, I'm sure we'll be talking soon. Uh, but for now, Absolutely. but for now, King Rose Court is out of here, and uh, we will t- see you soon. So that was Connor and Sean from Arjuna Zoi, and um, lovely, lovely lads, and they've uh, a good future ahead of them. I just wanted to—I don't normally do a little footnote at the end of each episode, but I'm gonna—I just want to apologise for some technical difficulties earlier on, and I—it's um, this whole Zoom and fo- uh, <laughs> phone thing. Um, look, it is what it is, and you know it people either want to listen to it or they don't so um hopefully you got a good idea of what the lads are all about tonight and check out their new video for uh cortexafan and the single and don't forget to look at all their stuff all their music it's all available on Bandcamp, spotify all the usual places and um, so for now i know i had a bit of an abrupt ending there but um i think we'll be podcasting a bit more regular than I thought it was going to be so hopefully hopefully I don't bore the crap out of you and uh, we have some interesting ones coming up soon but for now uh, this is King Wall saying adios